0: Welcome back to Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. The IEA has published its World Energy Outlook for 2020, in which it stressed the extreme difficulty of energy forecasting amid the current uncertainty. Not only over how quickly the global economy will recover post-COVID, but also shifting policies towards decarbonisation, but it sees solar power as the biggest winner in the coming decades, becoming the new king of the world's electricity markets. Meanwhile, coal demand will probably never return to pre-pandemic levels, and its share of the energy mix will slide below 20% by 2040, for the first time since the Industrial Revolution. In contrast to BP, which recently forecast that peak oil demand may already have passed us, the IA ruled out this event in the midterm, predicting instead that consumption would regain pre-pandemic levels in the 2020s and plateau in the 2030s. Natural gas will continue to play a key role in ensuring stable energy supply for decades to come. Even assuming increased global efforts towards decarbonisation, gas will retain the same 23% share of energy in two decades' time that it held last year. Demand for gas will decline by only 3% in 2020, meaning it has fared better than coal and oil from the pandemic. Assuming current policies, demand will rise by 15% by 2030 and 30% by 2040, thanks to gains in coal-dependent countries in South and East Asia, and also in oil-using countries in the Middle East. But a massive expansion in gas infrastructure, particularly in Asia, will be key for supporting this growth, with annual investments of $70 billion needed for this purpose. Meanwhile, Qatar Petroleum is set to seize a larger chunk of the UK gas market, this week reserving up to 7.2 million tonnes per year of LNG import capacity at the Isle of Grain terminal in southern England for 25 years. The deal comes as QP, already the world's biggest LNG producer, prepares to expand its annual liquefaction capacity from 77 million tonnes per year at present to 110 million tonnes by twenty. It is looking to attract more long-term buyers to take this gas. QP is yet to take a final investment decision on the massive expansion, but expects to do so this year. It has already begun some early drilling work and received final bids last month from three engineering consortia for the construction of the new liquefaction trains at the Northfield. This reflects the company's confidence the expansion will go ahead as planned. A record $65 billion of final investment decisions on LNG export projects were taken last year, but the number still stands at zero for 2020, given the unprecedented market's uncertainty. In the US, a key driver of liquefaction growth last year, many projects are in limbo, and some are likely to be dropped completely. Qatar, on the other hand, is confident in its competitiveness, claiming to boast the lowest liquefaction costs in the world, It was the only major LNG exporter to actually expand sales this year, while others like Australia, US, and Malaysia saw significant declines. If Qatar finalises its plans, which seem very likely, it will weigh down on investment approvals in other liquefaction for years to come. Many developers have already taken it as a given that the expansion will go ahead, and this is not the end to Qatar's ambitions. It aims to expand its capacity again to 100. 26 million tonnes per year by 2027, and this week its CEO suggested that more expansion stages might come after this. Over in the US, production has been recovering in the Gulf of Mexico after the passing of Hurricane Delta. Ahead of the storm making landfall last week, some 62% of gas and almost 92% of oil supply in the area had been shut down as a precaution, but the bulk of supply has now been brought back on stream. Hurricane Delta was the latest in a series of storms, including hurricanes Laura and Sally, but forced the evacuation of platforms in the Gulf this year. Indeed, the 2020 Atlantic hurricane season is already the second most active in recent history, and only three more named storms are needed to match the record set in 2005. This has been Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Thank you, and see you next time.